You are listening to Unknown Unknowns, a podcast about consciousness, constructs, and contradictions. We are your hosts, Ashwini and Nitya. Hey guys, today is a very special episode for us. Nitya, can you tell them why? So today we have a guest amongst us who's going to be joining us for the podcast. None other than our friend Akshara. Akshara, how are you? Yes, I'm so much more better inside than how I'm feeling outside. That if I had a tail, I wiggle it. Wow, that's a great <laughs> response. What a way to begin! Do you remember the time when Infinity War ended, and there was a year-long build-up to the end of the Marvel saga? Well, on today's episode of Unknown Unknowns, we are going to be speaking about this very build-up and the hype that surrounds our life. That's right. Today we are going to be talking about hype and all the excitement that we experience in our day-to-day lives. and this is something that all of us have experienced on a daily basis and we all relate to it on a deep level so let's start with the definition or like a working definition okay so i think hype or any form of excitement in your life has two very core components to it and first one being anticipation and second one being subjective value so i'll just expand upon that a little bit so subjective value here refers to what is meaningful to you as a person and to what do you connect to and place priority in your life so it can be from small things to certain movies that you like or tv shows or it can be even like life changing events or it can be your family and relationships so that can be the subjective value aspect of it and the other component is the anticipation so anticipation is anything that you're leading up to an event or anything that's happening so that's the anticipation component it's the expectation of something so when you expect something to happen that expectation is what leads you to hype like if you don't have expectations of a certain situation i don't think there will be that hype or that uh, energy to reach that thing so that i like you said anticipation is very important and the value we give to that anticipation i uh, it's not that everyone will be hyped about something so that yeah yeah i think the definition works fine okay another thing is that when you talk about value a lot of things are objectively considered to be valuable right so let's say a mona lisa painting that is valuable as an object in a museum there's no doubt about that but is it creating hype within you no right you're just aware of that object it has value and you recognize that but there is no hype that is surrounding that object that is where the concept of subjective value comes so let's say you are going to the louvre museum to see the mona lisa painting so that is where hype can be there you are anticipating the event of seeing this object of value and therefore it has the subjective element to it so that is why i feel the subjective part of that value is also really useful in terms of thinking about hype and how it works okay another point about hype is that i feel it is a positive feedback loop so let's say a, an object has value like a baseline value and if there is hype you give it more value that additional value is all in your perception it is not exactly there inherent within the object you give it that extra value and that is why it becomes more valuable well in terms of uh, if i say a particular dance video or something like that so 
in the initial stages like if i have not watched the video there is an anticipation of how that video could be because i say i've heard a lot of people talking about it and uh, like oh they won a certain competition so that particular dance video has that value already so my expectation or my anticipation of what it could be could add to that value so which is why i'm more hyped to watch the video or i'm more like i want to watch it okay that's right so there is another example that i came across on netflix so this is a documentary on the fire festival okay fire being spelled f y r e fire so this was a festival that was there for what to say influencers marketers actors musicians and it was supposed to be like a big concert and event where all these people meet they enjoy they have luxurious travel they have great cuisines and it was supposed to be this masterpiece of an experience the ticket for one day itself costed around 500 to 1200 dollars a day if you wanted better airfare or like in terms of hotel accommodation you had to pay 12000 dollars to get into that get into that festival but you know what happened they ended up sleeping in a, a like rain soaked tent with no beds and a cuisine that was just the local restaurant and that event massively failed there was no influencer over there there was no party over there there was nothing that was promised in the trailers the hype for that event was at its peak and the documentary that they show really illustrates that well so i think i'll add the link to the documentary in the show notes but everyone should go check it out it is a like a good reflection of what hype does especially in terms of marketing so it's a good start i think uh, if i think about an example now after you said this example there was an instance in our college where we had a christmas celebration right and the first year we uh, like, yeah it was during our second year that we had the first time the celebration so the at that the first time we had the celebration it was full of music dance and everything and every, did nobody had an expectation as such but it did make an it, it did create an impact in every person who was there so everybody enjoyed it thoroughly so for the next year when we wanted to go for the same christmas party in uh, the college uh there was a lot of hype involved and everybody kept talking about it and everybody said oh it's the christmas party it's the christmas party and like there was buzz everywhere and everyone wanted to take part in it and there were a lot of people also but at, at the second time the expectations it didn't fulfill moreover it fell beyond fell way below the previous line it that fell it had flat. set it didn't for happen. itself that's what yeah. happened yeah, it, <laughs> it didn't, didn't happen yeah it, it didn't happen at all so that way i think yeah when yeah, it works as a marketing technique what you said was it makes per, like it makes a lot of sense because uh, only even for a product if you see the uh, when i was uh, seeing product placements i don't remember exactly where but it uh, the first thing that they speak about is to create that hype like uh, Sure, more marketing techniques you know, on social media on every other platform and to create that buzz about what this product is so yeah hype plays a big role okay. another point to add regarding college which i remembered was hype has become a necessity in terms of marketing literally anything okay so we had an event in college and we had to create hype for that then only we we know that you know people will participate 
otherwise people wouldn't participate they really wanted that mystery that intrigue that vague feeling and that anticipation that builds up only when that is there will they participate in events like damsharats i don't think the hype that we created was the event that we ended up having but we had to create the hype because that felt necessary otherwise we felt nobody would join and nobody did so like <laughs> we really had to create that hype to get some amount of attention at least so people's again like attention spans have gone down it's arguable but we are seeing the effects in our daily life as well right like how we are not able to concentrate and give our full attention to something it's just wandering and if something is catching our eye that's what sustains our attention and that's why hype is really required in this modern era so hype is like uh it's like an exaggerated feeling can i say it like that i don't know okay so exaggeration if you take it that way we are basically referring to overvaluing right that's why i asked a thing actually has value like inherently has some value and we are adding more value to it through our emotions or through the way we communicate about that thing and that is where the exaggeration might come like it's all a process of manufacturing that hype so the next topic we're going to be speaking about is why we are hyped the first thing that comes into my mind about why we hype or why we feel that excitement as such is because i think it has to do with our physiology like okay think about a situation where uh, you are running or you have gone to a club or something like that where there is excitement in the air and there is adrenaline inside and like all kinds of hormones so i think that hype is because these hormones get translated into hype the second reason why i think we hype or we feel hyped is because of social support like it hype is a way in which we show our social support to somebody or something okay so the basic form of hype that uh, that came into my mind when i was thinking about hype is clapping like the act of clapping itself is a form of hype cuz when you see something you like you want to show that appreciation and that appreciation gets translated into hype like uh, hooting or whistling or clapping and so all those are a way in which we show our social support when we come to another reason why i believe we hype is because we show a sense of belongingness like uh, us versus them feeling now if you if you've seen imagine you are in a stadium okay and uh, there is uh, rcb coming out to play fine and you're wearing their jersey shirt okay and they are also wearing their jersey shirt so there is that similarity or that we feeling right so i think in situations like that that hype gets exaggerated even more okay so if you are identifying with the source of your hype which is like what you you what you like or what you enjoy that is where you feel there is the difference between us versus them and you like the things that you feel are in group versus out group in that way in some way okay i think there is one example of this uh, this happened recently so my cousins and i we were watching this again documentary on netflix which is about spelling bee okay spelling bee in us and it was a documentary about how indian kids are doing really well in the spelling bee like us 
citizens but indian kids but we felt ourselves you know rooting for them because they are indians you know we are like yeah go for it you can do this and we just like i have also seen this phenomena where when i was a child and i used to see english movies if i find like one indian name in the credits i'll be so happy because i'm like oh my god one indian worked on this movie and this is amazing like i don't know it gets me hyped for no reason but maybe just for a second but i feel like this is it like our fellow achieved it and yeah i relate to that part about us versus them we asked you guys on social media to respond to a few questions that we asked so these are all trying times for us and we all have to find our small joys in our daily life even though we are separated from each other we all have that something someone some place or some time that we enjoy and we get things done because of these things that are ha- happening in our life so these are some of the responses that we got yeah so most of our responses fit into i think we can say three categories the first one was connection with others so when we say connection with others most people wanted to uh, reconnect reengage with family members friends all these things were things that uh, created more excitement or could create that hype of okay it's it's not that bad of a time like the second category which we found out was on the basis of self improvement like things like they're finding new hobbies like baking or cooking or exercising or working out these are all self improvement and it can also be a form of self expression in terms of dance music art all these comes under self improvement and the other category is in terms of uncertainty like the uncertain like the adventure that this uncertainty holds for them in the future so an example of uh, this can be in terms of traveling to a new place or uh, just like you don't know what the future holds so the current present is what you are relishing all these were some of the responses that we got yeah we also got a few audio responses from some of the listeners so we will play them for you right now i started to draw the thing is i do not know how to draw but surprisingly i started getting good at it now i'm proud of myself i find my joy mostly with the people i'm associated with like ashwin knows me uh, so basically it's people whom i'm very close with and very attached to uh, when i'm with them uh, i i forget everything and uh, like literally everything if maybe i have a uh, very like maybe uh, for example say i have cancer if i am with that one person i will even forget that i am having such a uh, you know deadly disease and i'll be dying in few days i will not even remember that i am such kind of a person and so i'm glad i have at least few to count on so yes i am someone who find who finds joy in people and also i find the joy in places where i have spent my time with that one a person who makes me happy okay so you guys had asked me in these trying times what brings you happiness and you know what keeps you uh, going forward every day and uh, for me it is uh, listening to old tamil classic songs and uh, uh, mainly ilayaraja songs so how it does is like if i'm in a pensive mood and i want to cry out they help me do that when i'm in a bit of a mood off they help me raise my mood again back and if i'm in a happy mood they raise my happiness again so i can enjoy the moment even more so 
so this always helps me help me uh, keep going forward you know stop uh, cribbing and forgetting about the past so always these songs help me go forward and i think you new people should have some driving force which should always keeps uh, making you forward inspiring you and yeah thank you hey folks natya and ashwini thanks a lot for giving us also an opportunity to be a part of your episode um well you've thrown a question for us regarding what place or time or thing or a person made us feel so happy and joyous um well i'd say especially during this time um music is an aspect or is something that i felt always happy about because um not only happy but even when i go through um hard times i just listen to music and i just feel that that's something that um is there with me where i can be i can open up and you know um shed all my emotions and let just just let it go off uh, by hearing itself so i think it's it's kind of uh, represents a virtual friend of mine wherein i can um share all my emotions through just hearing all the songs and getting refreshed and replenished so i think music is a it has a great role to play and it it's not only a thing that helps me um recover all my sadness but also it whenever i'm very happy whenever i feel bored whenever i get a little time you know i make sure that i listen to one or two songs so that i um i'm revived that's what i feel uh has made me joyous during this quarantine life thank you so much for sending in your responses keep the love coming so the next topic that we are going to de- going to be dealing with is the effect of hype like the first thing that comes into my mind when you talk about the effect of hype is a chain reaction like it's very rare that hype does not include a chain reaction like the moment one person starts clapping in a stadium it's it becomes a chain reaction and everyone starts clapping it not just in a stadium or it can be even in a small setup that hype it does create that effect of uh, rubbing off on others uh, if i say another effect of hype which i believe is does hype affect our performance like we are always hyped about something and we want to do well in that which is why we are hyped but does this hype affect the way in which we perform yeah there are a lot of expectations that are weighing down on you if you think of hype in that way maybe it will adversely affect you so let's say you are the player which the entire stadium is focusing on and everyone's cheering for you that might be a good thing or a bad thing and that depends on the perspective of the player right if the player takes it as a positive note and the player realizes oh so they're all cheering for me and the player wants to do the best that is a good thing but it might also be a case where they feel burdened by all of those expectations from all of those like people who are chanting for the player so the performance aspect i feel can go both ways it all depends on the perception of how that hype is so you spoke about chain reaction right so that makes sense in a like small group context as well so you gave an example of a larger group where the stadium example so it can work in a smaller group context as well so like we spoke about tribalism right 
how within our group we have a certain social bond that is constructed because of a common like common thing that we all like and it can be a positive relation to a particular object or a person or an event or situation or it can be a negative affect associated with that same thing so it can like you're hyping something up because you are all excited about that particular event that is coming up or anything like that or it can be again like you all don't like that thing so you keep complaining about it and you're hyped in that manner as well so that often is seen in these uh, water cooler conversations in offices right how all of the employees gather around there and it becomes like a mini session where all of them just relieve their frustration over there and they all just live, like give their heart out into what they all don't like and they find common ground within that conversation and that also could be considered some form of like hyping up the feeling that they all have and reinforcing each other into believing the same kind of things okay so in terms of hype i also think that there is a difference in when a group hypes and when it's an individual so in case we take a group and we are trying to hype up one person of the group so in that case the group or the members of the group are hyping that one person so there is an increased self esteem for the individual as such and that is why the there is no energy loss of the person who is supposed to perform so because of that uh, the performance as such becomes uh, good or better but if you take it in the term of an individual who is trying to hype up himself or herself then the i think there is a loss of energy because the individual itself is trying to hype the individual so in that case the performance i think lacks or it falls down a little because of this any example that comes to your mind okay so say uh, i'm taking the example of a group of people and there is one person who is going to sing for a competition or something mm-hmm. so in that case that person itself is the center and the people around the person are trying to hype the person like yeah you can do it and you can sing and uh, yeah no matter what we'll be there all those kind of hype increase the self esteem of that person so that person's performance on the stage will become good because it okay. is because that person is not losing much energy in hyping yes. or getting excited but if you take the example of say one person who is probably in a new setting say he it's a new college and there is a uh, singing competition or dancing competition and this person has to uh, dance or sing or perform something so in that case the person is itself is telling himself like oh okay no no problem like i can do it i can do this i have done this before and that hype that person has to give it to himself so because of that i think there is a slight loss of energy in that person which is why there is a decreased performance okay so you're being very self aware at that point of time and you're seeing how how others are perceiving me and you're always keeping that in your mind and therefore that might hinder your performance in some way whereas if others are also motivating you know that they're already for you and like they are going to enjoy what you're going to do like what your performance is okay the, i think this also depends on the personality of the person who's experiencing this right like if someone is very used to giving these performances uh, impromptu everywhere they don't need this motivation or this hype from anyone else for them to go and do this they they will just do it because that's what life has taught them until now that they can go and perform anywhere so i think this aspect of personality also plays a big role in how they perceive this hype this effect definitely works and i think it it is a case for me as well but 
when you look at other people might not be the case all the time so yeah okay so the next effect which i think is regarding perception so let's take a simple example itself so you are waiting for a movie to come by and you maybe waiting for a year or two and you've seen all these posters teasers trailers and you're finally going to see the movie do you think all of that hype colors your perspective in some way some way okay yeah in terms of uh, it coloring our perception as such i think it does play a role in which we in in the way we view the outcome so uh there is a whole history mm-hmm. of hype before the outcome or the product or the movie or whatever so that mm-hmm. we need to somehow uh rationalize that hype so which is why we even if the uh product doesn't live to its expectations we tend to say oh yeah i don't think the product was that bad it might not be it might not have been very good but it was not bad so that average uh is where we are trying to place the product even if it is bad okay so basically justifying for the bad performance because you were already hyped so you don't want to let yourself down in some way you you don't want to tell yourself that i wasted all this time waiting for this thing to come by and when it came it disappointed but you don't want to tell that story to yourself so you are just saying oh it's fine it, it's reasonable enough quality i guess like it's okay you can look past its flaws but is that also an indication of you trying to defend your tribe or what you like so we have seen a lot of fandoms right like it can be for music it can be for movies franchises anything there are different groups which are really hyped about a lot of upcoming things that come by do you think they are just defending because they want to defend their tribe and not the product itself yeah so if you look at it it's like the a uh, group of people are trying to defend the ideology and not the idea itself yeah that that makes sense that does make sense okay there is this uh, case that i came across which i think others would have also come across which is the supreme brick do you guys know the brand supreme yeah yeah okay you know the brand it's supreme pretty costly okay you know that yeah it is very costly and it is one of the more exclusive brands which focuses its entire marketing strategy on scarcity of goods okay i'll give you one example so they sold this brick okay which is painted with the supreme logo it's a brick and it costs 30 dollars initially initially that itself feels like a little too much for a brick to be costing 30 dollars but after it was sold the it was put up on the black market and one brick cost around 1000 dollars one brick with that supreme logo cost a 1000 dollars and this is where hype becomes meaningless is what i feel like we value it so much that the real value of that product versus the value of that in the in the minds of people who are hyping it is vastly different like what is a brick worth versus $1000 for one brick it's when you convert that into indian rupees it's like even more right it's like 70000 rupees plus for just getting one brick that is our entire like months and months of saving maybe and you're just using that to buy one brick so that's where i feel certain hype in certain situations like this will make the whole hype process itself meaningless and that value itself meaningless the product can have a surface value which is higher in number but that doesn't say anything about the product then the value itself loses its meaning okay so if you look at it in this way it is like the outcome or the product itself doesn't have value but the hype surrounding that uh, product or 
whatever is given more importance so that becomes more important than the product itself so it doesn't matter if the product is bad or it doesn't live up to the expectation exactly there's another example that i think we can all relate to when it comes to exclusivity and how hype is created so the first example that i thought of was meme pages on instagram being private so this is this thing right there's this perception that this is a group we got to enter it to laugh and to enjoy and to share all these memes like where whenever anyone sends across one of these meme pages and the posts from them you see that oh this you can't see this post because you know you're not following it so you have to follow it because you then only you will understand what this whole thing is about why other people are laughing why other people are enjoying this meme you can't do that unless you follow and if you see those accounts usually all of these accounts link to just other accounts which are also private if you have seen them in the descriptions of the posts they just link to other accounts which are also private and they'll be like oh just follow this for juicy content follow it follow it and that's how they just create this false sense of hype and false sense of excitement for a meme page they can very well be a public account where everyone shares the posts but they are not because they want to create this feeling of anticipation of what is behind that closed door that curiosity to like open that and see what is there and people who are part of that will be like oh you're not following how will you see that like you have to follow then only you will understand what we are laughing about so that one example is very common nowadays that we have seen that i thought of this example because i saw a video from this youtuber called drew gooden he did a great video on these meme pages which i will link in the show notes again it's very good you guys should watch it. there's another example which was again very recent so do you guys know that oneplus is launching a new phone okay it's called the oneplus nord okay and the way they started hyping up this product was to create a page which was again private it was on the very similar lines they were saying okay this is a new phone just go follow this page and they wouldn't let people in like for like hours so if you give a request now maybe like some 8 to 9 hours later they will accept that request so that you will feel oh i get to see this phone even now they have not shown the phone in its entirety and people have already pre-ordered it so i don't understand how that works but see that's the power of hype and i know this story really well because i followed that page because i wanted to know what that phone was and i'm really interested in seeing what these phones and smartphones look like so i followed and i had to wait for like 8 to 9 hours for my request to get accepted and then see what the page is and it doesn't even have the phone so even i still can't see what that phone is all about so this exclusivity and this false sense of scarcity that they create i feel is a big factor of the modern way of creating hype yeah even i've always wondered about these meme pages like why do they have to be private cuz memes are something that is supposed to be shared and that is when the meme becomes famous so i always thought about why it has to be a private account and then they will not accept the request like you said they will not accept the request until like 8 hours or the next day and uh, we keep waiting for that so it's that exclusivity of that thing is it makes sense in in that scenario and uh, i i never thought that hype could be something that meme pages i mean the exclusivity of the meme has a hype yeah and it's all bots which are actually accepting those yeah. requests it's not like they are actually physically pressing thousands of buttons of follow back but still we want to be part of it like that's just the way the account has created the aura around it and in order to follow that page you'll have to follow a few other people 
like they describe it in the bio saying for to accept the request follow these 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 pages and those will be private again and the that's again a chain reaction there yeah these are meme pages why are they locked behind these what's the artificial doors and just like you said bots right so they will obviously yeah. see to it that you follow the other pages one more thing i notice in these meme pages is uh, there are like okay there's one page posting a meme and there's one comment specifically it's the same comment in almost every meme okay yeah you keep uh, stealing my content i have seen this so, so many days the same thing that i post and then the next comment will be the meme that um, uh, the page that posted the meme saying yeah sorry dude sorry bro please just follow him for more uh, better content yeah often time these pages like don't create their own content right yeah. they're just like screenshotting from other places and yes. they're just posting it here and they don't give credits, credits. for yeah. credit is due like usually they say credit for the owner like who's the owner guy like how yeah. will we know who made this content and how will that guy get the like recognition that he deserves because it's like funny maybe and how how will you get that that's a whole another topic of its own but it's interesting to see how hype plays a big value yes. like by uh, perception especially okay so the next thing i want to talk about is how hype plays a really important role in my personality and why i hype people so the thing is um, if i consider myself as a person i am a little more uh, closed and i don't go and express it out just like that like it may, it, it may not be because of to show my appreciation for others but things for the things that i do so i don't usually go and tell it out like okay this is what i did or this is what i'm good at i just don't know i feel like i lack a little of self esteem and confidence maybe but for me hype from other people means a lot because i can't do it to myself at all no matter what i say like okay i think you can do it even if i look back i'm like okay i'm doing it for so many years no not that nothing of that will play an important role for me i need people to tell me like go up there do your thing just do it you i know you'll do it only that will start the fire for me otherwise i am just like a blank person there so for people like me hype plays an important role like at this at least the society that we are living in right now where you have to do your best all the time so i i need people to hype me up otherwise i don't know i'm good for nothing that's what i feel but you are not you're really good and talented at a lot of things and we know all know that right <laughs> but yeah. but yeah that's the whole point like i can't tell it to myself like i can do it because i've been doing all this well but no no matter how many times i've spoken or danced i still have all those butterflies like should will i miss a step will i forget something to say that's the whole point yeah So okay, need- do you think it's necessary for us to develop this uh, like thought within ourselves that we can do this and we have this self-driven way of living our life? Do you think it's necessary for us to develop it that? It is necessary if in case you're you're living in a society where it's more individualized and there okay. are no people to back you up. Hmm. You'll have to if otherwise I don't think you can survive because it's a okay. very competitive world out there and you will have to make your own identity you will have to make your own choices there are no people to give it to you another thing that i thought of when it comes to hype was the concept of death of ideas this was again inspired from a youtube video and i do you guys know mantiavella the youtuber mantiavella 
No? Okay, he's a minimalist YouTuber, okay? So he does a lot of videos about minimalism, productivity, and like simple living and all those things. He's a very classy YouTuber and his videos are great. Why am I plugging him right now? I don't know, but I'm a big fan of him. And this is from one of his uh, videos. So they were speaking about death in general and how we have to change our life priorities. But this point, I think, resonates with me in terms of hype as well. So we all know about ideas. All of us get these small ideas in our day-to-day -day moments, right? So even this podcast was one such idea. You just talk about it and in some random conversation and we decided, oh, we'll just make it a show. And this is an idea that we got to fruition somehow, right? And there are so many of these ideas that we haven't got to fruition. We have all thought of starting a blog or doing this, doing that, and we didn't do all of that because we just came up with that idea and we just went on with our life instead of, you know, working on that idea. A lot of us have done that in different ways. So there was this poem, which I will read out. It's only three lines, but it's very good. So I'll read out and I'll then, like, let's talk about that. But often in the world's most crowded streets, but often in the din of strife, there rises an unspeakable desire after the knowledge of our buried life. Okay, so that's the poem which they spoke about in the video as well. And this basically talks about how all of our ideas come in these small moments in life and they just get buried by life. Like we're just doing other things in life and what to say, at that moment we'll be so inspired to start this new thing and we'll do it. We have so many ambitions and aspirations towards this idea but we just forget that and it just fades away as we go on with the rest of our life. It can be just being with our family or doing our college work, employment or any anything. You're just doing your life, work and all those things and you forget all these inspirational moments that hit you. So I feel even that kind of hype makes a lot of sense because all of us get these ideas and we just forget them. <laughs> so that's something I've been thinking about for a lot of days actually. What do you think? It's like, uh, it's like we are prioritizing between the idea that we need to work out with or the daily routine that we have to go through. So it's like, uh, okay, it's, it's a system and we have set uh, rules and functions that we have to perform. So all these things are daily chores, right, for us. So when the idea comes, it's like a new addition to this daily chore. So I think in that way, you will prioritize at that particular point of time, whether to go forward with the idea or the chore mm -hmm. that we have to do and uh, yeah once you prioritize most often we do prioritize the chore because if we don't get this done today it's not going to happen so that way i think it leads to the idea being submerged or it, the idea never we never see through the idea after that but don't you think these kind of ideas can change a person's life like if you give some amount of attention and effort towards that idea, maybe it can change the way you think about life and your priorities as a whole. How will you know if you don't even try? So I think yeah. that's like a paradox in life. We all come up with these ideas and we just don't work on it because we fear uncertainty in some way and we don't want to like leave the comfort of the life that we have right now. So in that way. Yeah, and like it's like change is always uh, like it change happens, but we are all still a little afraid of change because if we don't have any structure to what we are doing or what we are, then it becomes like a sort of confusion. But the 
the whole point of it is to embrace those changes yeah. or embrace those uh, uncertainty and that's when you come up with something that is quite uh, how do you say inspirational yeah so the idea has we need to how do we prioritize the idea over the chore i don't know <laughs> it depends on person to person like even for us uh, even though we started talking about the podcast a uh, little earlier we did see through it only a little later because at that point of time when we were talking about it it was our exams yeah. correct so we were prioritizing the exams because that was more important at that point of time so you it also has to do with the person that is involved in making that decision yeah that is that makes sense yes but that point of time we did prioritize the exams that we having but we did follow through with that idea and that doesn't happen to all other ideas like we might get something in the way but we just forget it after that in that way yeah even uh, for uh, like me and akshara and another friend of us it uh, like we want to make like dance videos like every other sunday or every other saturday uh, and that was a great idea cuz like uh, all of us like to do it so we wanted to do it and we want to follow through it but every week we kept saying yeah we need to do we need to do but we never not like not once also we went and we actually did something about it like if at all that same dance was in terms of a competition mm-hmm. uh, that we have to perform we would still do okay. it but when it was in terms of our enjoyment we didn't do it at okay. all so yeah yeah it's it's confusing uh, uh, not confusing as such but it is uh, it all depends on that priority at that point of time like and the people involved in that so yeah. we hyped it enough but we never worked through it like yeah every saturday and sunday we used we to like even, hype it yeah. like, oh we need to we even to like okay uh, sorted some songs out so that okay this is what we will do we will uh, recreate the choreography we'll do this we'll go shoot it on the terrace everything set but no yeah we were so hyped about it for one year we hyped about it only <laughs> yeah second year we started it. hyping about so. it in the second year and yeah that's what happened and our third year is done okay that's for the listeners to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're done <laughs> okay okay so do you think consciously being aware that we let these ideas fade away and we should not do it this time we should hold on to that idea being consciously aware of that do you think that helps that helps in i think it it has to do a lot with your will power or your uh like how invested are you are you craving yeah. that idea yeah yeah how interested are you in making sure that happens and like even we even now also i think we are quite interested in making it happen yeah. but i don't know why we fell short of it and we didn't go through it it's still a confusion for me right now like why didn't we ever do it cuz we were always in this we were we stayed on the same floor also but we never like not once also we did it why i, I do not I know i feel like i would have actually at least gone through it if someone actually started a little more someone actually okay. pressurized me and then i would okay. have actually like yeah let's do it like if someone said like let's go let's uh, uh, get your so speakers out let's uh, do the mm-hmm. choreography then maybe if someone was like if i think I feel like the hype level should have been not the same for everyone. I don't know. That would have worked for me, I guess. 
like whatever you said i think it that same thing we all thought like yeah exactly it's come exactly. and hype us up and like you know like uh, let's okay let's do this okay then we'll decide this day and we're doing it but uh, i think yeah. none of us did that properly which is why all all three of us still yeah. crib about it to each other like yeah we thought of starting it and we never started yeah. we thought of starting it and we never started we thought of starting Never so happened. this is like a bystander effect within your own yes. group like yeah <laughs> all of you thought the other person would do exactly. it exactly all of nobody us nobody did that it's okay if that other person starts we'll just join in that's all <laughs> like we had everything yeah. prepared the music video was prepared the dance was prepared the speakers okay this day that day like every saturday and sunday we wanted to do something about it but i don't know still how we didn't Okay do you think uh, maybe this is just a small point but do you think some amount of like accountability or responsibility would have made you do it so when it any came up with the idea and we were like yeah we will do this podcast we told everybody that we are going to do this podcast so we had to do it no matter what because we told that we are doing it so do you think that helped us to you know actually get started on doing the work instead of like not just keep it in the idea phase like actually get the work done and just start doing this no matter what the quality is just just start it because starting is what is important yeah definitely i, I think that accountability plays a role because uh even if it is just the three of us and we want to choreograph for uh okay there were two instances first instance was when we were dancing for our own wish or will and we want to just make a music video the second instance was when we were dancing in terms of the competition in hmm. college so when it comes to these two situations this in the second situation there is that accountability like we need to show that performance and we have given our name for that right so that i think was a factor in which like even if we were not mentally prepared to do the choreography or something we would still go through it because we knew that we have to perform at this particular time and everything but in the first scenario it became a case of uh, we we had we all wanted to do it but there was no accountability inter- not accountability as such but there was no uh, there's not deadline so that deadline didn't really it didn't matter to us even if we didn't do it but in that those way. cases it's important to set one for yourself right is that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you create one artificial sense of deadline that deadline is not really there but you just created for yourself to maintain that consistency over time in that way so in that also we created the deadline of a saturday and sunday so we didn't specify the date okay <laughs> okay so the date of the saturday and sunday was not specified but it was always specified as a saturday or a sunday so that way i think it kept moving to the next week and next week it's just a it saturday, just a saturday okay sunday. yeah so i think that is where the idea didn't follow through completely yeah so, but this is a very very what to say important phenomenon to think about because all of us have all of these ideas and even if a fraction of them comes to fruition it's good for us right like it's these are nice ideas they have to come into fruition and it'll be nice so yeah i think we can be more aware in the future that if we have an idea how to get that from idea to reality and what is the process how do you follow through on that so in that again in that way for me i would need someone else to help me with that like i can't do it on my own so i i would need okay maybe if even if i can do it on my own i would need someone to give me a set of guidelines okay you can do this way in this manner on this date and this and hype me up in that manner 
otherwise i don't know like mm. i feel like i am not good for it and my i don't know maybe because i i know it's a very personal one maybe because my family or not not exactly my family but i feel like whatever ideas that i get aren't as good as the rest of them so maybe i should not prioritize that over anything right now and just go with the routine that i have so i feel like maybe if i had someone else to like like it's okay just try it out what's the big deal and that so maybe if that would have happened i guess yeah. a person like me could put out my ideas more often yeah i don't know if this will work for you but what i feel is that when you think of an idea in the future you let someone know that this is the this has been the tendency like yeah. i come up with ideas and i just don't follow through them because yeah. i just I, don't feel yeah. motivated please motivate me like exactly. if you let someone know that i'm sure they would keep you like accountable in some way and they would yeah. give you the motivation that's that what. you need that's what being aware that we are huh. not following through like yeah. we are not we're just letting the idea die instead of following through with that idea i think that will help in some way and in that there's one more con for me because i'll feel like the other person might feel my idea is stupid so ah. and he or she doesn't want to put it out right there and like you know put myself down put my work mm. down so he's like okay he he or she might fake it like no problem go through it so i don't know okay, i have okay. that conflict all the time so that's why i prefer to not tell it out maybe i don't know but i will try what you said in the future definitely that's good that's good yeah there's this theory that i came across which is called the stages of hype cycle given by this organization called gartner so this gartner organization they provide research and tools for it industry finance hr customer service and all that so what they did was to create this cycle of hype in terms of technology they saw a technology as an idea and how it came into fruition in reality and there are five stages to this hype cycle and i'll be going through them one by one so i will be explaining them in terms of what technology is and keeping that as an example and nitya would be telling that in terms of behavior okay so the first stage is the technology trigger so in this stage the technology is conceptualized and in this stage there are prototypes that are created and people are getting aware that this technology is now there so when we think in terms of terms of ai okay people realize that there is this potential for ai and people realize this can be a concept so that's the first stage so if you take that first stage in terms of uh, say uh, vacations that you are planning for so the first stage like she said the uh, innovation trigger would be uh, deciding to go on a trip that decision itself and where probably which place uh, let's say goa cuz it's such a famous example so the goa trip and uh, we deciding to go on the trip so that is the first stage and if yeah so in terms of uh, like both me and ashwini are hyped up about rcb okay so rcb for those of you who don't know that's royal challengers bangalore and ipl team who plays cricket when the ipl matches get scheduled that schedule that comes out itself is the uh, in the trigger like oh we're going to have a ipl match right now so that can be another example for this stage okay so the second stage is the peak of inflated expectations so this is where the hype is at the highest so everyone is thinking in a really idealistic manner they want to see this technology in fruition they imagine different ways in which this technology can be integrated in their life 
and we have all seen like demo videos of how our entire house is rigged up with voice activated systems and we can just say stuff and everything does automatically so these are all the idealistic versions of technology that hype has created within the minds of people so that's the example from technology side so if you look at this stage in terms of the vacations or the goa trip it can be in terms of finding hotels finding the places that you need to visit what are you going to wear all those things come under this because at this point you're so excited about it and just finding out everything that can ha- possibly happen on the trip to goa and if you look at the example in terms of the ipl matches uh, it can be uh, using hashtag isala cup nam de or the the winning of the initial matches of rcb and saying oh this time they are definitely going to win like you can see how well they are performing and all that yeah for listeners who don't know rcb has never won a cup and that's why we are all excited that they'll someday win a cup and i don't know if that will happen so yeah that's why we are all having this peak of inflated expectations where we are wanting our team to badly do well and whatever glimpse of hope we get we hold on to that for dear life so that's what the second yeah. stage is all about so the third stage so the third stage is the trough of disillusionment so in this stage we realize that the idealistic plan that we made previously it's idealistic for a reason and there are different flaws and different problems that this technology can possess and the way we can implement it is not quite possible in reality so we try to like change the way we think about this technology and try to understand the problems that come with it and in the implementation stage so that's the uh, third stage so if you see this stage in terms of the goa trip uh, you can say the third stage can be coronavirus cuz like you realize that oh we cannot go on a trip right now cuz you know the situation that's there and we have to all stay indoors so that is in terms of the uh goa trip in terms of the uh ipl match uh, for rcb it is literally seeing that they are not winning so you, you see the uh, points table and rcb is like way below and probably in the second last or the last uh column so that's when you realize that oh it's we're not performing as well even though we had that high yeah so that's the third stage so the fourth stage is called the slope of enlightenment So this is a stage where you realize the plans are flawed and we try and restructure in some way. So you understand that the technology has potential for application but you need to uh, change the way you think about the technology and how you implement it. So everyone including media tries to adjust their expectations for what is possible using this technology. So if you look at that uh, stage in terms of the uh, Goa trip then it could be plans of rescheduling that uh, trip to another day. or planning to go on a smaller trip like say uh, a road trip to uh, nandi hills or something like that in bangalore so that will be the plans of rescheduling in terms of uh, the fourth stage the fourth stage in terms of uh, the rcb matches is when you realize that oh i don't think it's a possibility this year and uh, you're okay with the fact that it's not going to happen this year yeah we are okay with this fact and we know that this team doesn't win like we are already very used to this stage of being in a hype cycle over and over and this time you still have hope out for the next year you feel that okay they might do it the next time but there is an enlightenment that occurs that yeah this is not happening so that is the fourth stage so the last stage is the plateau of productivity so this is the final stage where 
in reality when you talk about technology this technology becomes widely implemented and it integrates into your normal life and this becomes indispensable in your life so let's say these voice assistants that we imagined in the like past will actually become a reality for us and becomes indispensable so just as how smartphones were just once an idea in a person's mind and now it is indispensable for us same way it can happen for voice assistants or other forms of like technology that can that can come up in the future so that's the last stage so in the last stage in terms of our goa trip would be to actually go for the goa trip some other time or to go for another trip that we have planned maybe to nandi hills or something so to actually follow through that plan and finish it is when the last stage happens for rcb it is to win the match which we don't know when it will happen or if it will happen yeah okay so to sum up today's episode we spoke about the definition of hype in terms of anticipation and value and then we spoke about why we are hyped as a physiological response as a social form of social support and as a form of uh, sense of belongingness then we spoke about the uh, responses that we got in terms of uh, why people are excited and what keeps them going then after that we spoke about the effects of hype and then uh, we spoke about how different personalities have different forms of hype and why hype is important for certain kind of people and why hype is not such a big deal for the others okay that was followed by exclusivity and how that plays into the perception of hype then an elaborate discussion of the death of ideas and how that plagues our minds and realities at all times which was then followed by the stages of hype cycle which are five technology trigger peak of inflated expectations trough of disillusionment slope of enlightenment and plateau of productivity Okay so let's all end this episode by giving our recommendations as always so i will start with mine so i for the past week i've been seeing a lot of videos from one youtube channel and it's from this creator called Danny Gonzalez he is really hilarious in his videos and he talks about other creators and how sometimes the trends in instagram or tiktok or youtube all of them are absurd and he tries to break them down in a very hilarious manner so i will link his channel in the description and that has made me happy over the past week so i want to recommend that how about you nitya i don't have any recommendation as such but i would like to thank uh, all my friends their constant support uh, has always led to better self esteem and better confidence to actually follow through ideas so i'd like to thank them so i have been watching a lot of asmr videos i have no idea why but it just calms me down it actually makes me fall asleep more sooner than what i expect but yeah if you want to watch them you can because they're actually a good time it's just very small short videos of 3 4 minutes and it actually gives me a lot of peace at this troubled situation yes that's my recommendation at this point i also want to thank akshara for joining us uh, on this podcast even though she had a cold and is uh, sounding very coarse <laughs> right now uh, so thank you for putting in the effort and actually coming yeah thank you so much for helping us and always supporting us within the recording outside the recording in life in general thank you so much akshara okay so you can give us the feedback about the episode and the show in our website which is listenunknown.wixsite.com/cast i know that's a mouthful so i'll link it in the show notes you can also follow us on instagram at uh, listen_unknown and uh, you can also check out our youtube channel which will be linked in the show notes below